It's Thursday, March 12, 2020. Today, the World Health Organization officially announced that this is a global pandemic. Glad you finally noticed, Mr. President. GM bets big on all electric vehicles. Honolulu sues the oil industry. Plus, coal is no longer king. Renewables now generate more electricity. Long live the king. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I am confident that by counting and continuing to take these tough measures. Are you okay, Mr. President? Sounds like you're having trouble breathing. Maybe you ought to have that checked out. This is your Green News Report. By counting and continuing. You know, Desi Doyen, shortness of breath is one of the symptoms for coronavirus just just saying. Well, thanks for pointing that out. Somebody ought to point it out to Mr. Trump. Well, first up, the World Health Organization officially declared the novel coronavirus a pandemic on Wednesday, and that has all sorts of uncertain implications for the world going forward. Among them, Swedish teen Greta Thunberg, the founder of the Fridays for Future Youth Climate Movement and the massive school strike for climate demonstrations, on Wednesday called on her fellow teen climate activists to, quote, unite behind experts and science and move their weekly rallies online mm. to slow the spread of the coronavirus outbreak using the hashtag digital strike for upcoming Fridays. Do digital strikes, you suppose, have as much of an impact as in-person protests do? Probably not, but I think that's the right choice going forward. Given the mess we're in, it's hard to disagree with you. A rather big question is whether the crash in oil prices associated with the coronavirus pandemic and associated with Saudi Arabia's oil price war with Russia will impact the growing transition away from fossil fuels. In the past, low retail gas prices in the U.S. have induced Americans to buy gas-guzzling SUVs. Mm -hmm. But some analysts say it may be different this time. Electric cars are nearly competitive with conventional gas cars on costs because of falling battery prices. These analysts say that they believe electrification is here to stay because automakers have already invested heavily in a transition to all electric models and are unlikely to reverse their long-term course just because of fluctuations in the oil market. I agree with that, although I still think Americans are going to continue buying these fossil fuel cars as long as oil prices come down. Yes, you're probably right, but that's that is the game plan for U.S. carmaker General Motors. Last week, GM took aim at electric car leader Tesla, unveiling an all-new modular platform for its next-generation all-electric vehicles with an improved battery pack that gets 400 miles of range. That's, really? That's more than Tesla. Wow. And they announced investments of more than $20 billion over the next five years into all-electric and autonomous vehicles. Here's GM CEO Mary Barra. Electric vehicles will make the world a better place today and for generations to come. And we intend to play a lead role in creating a zero emissions future. We want to put everyone in an EV and we have what it takes to do it. Well, I hope their new electric cars are less annoying than their electric background music. (laughs) 
In other news, new research from the Federal National Bureau of Economic Research shows that the housing market is failing to price in the rising risks from flooding and climate-related catastrophes into home prices that are located in vulnerable areas. According to current U.S. flood maps, nearly 4 million U.S. homes are built in floodplains, and that means they are overvalued by about $34 billion, which the researchers say, quote, raises concerns about the stability of real estate markets as climate risks become more severe. In politics, the far right-wing Heartland Institute, a prominent and influential climate denial think tank funded by the fossil fuel industry and billionaire donors, has laid off nearly a dozen staffers amid deep financial troubles. That's according to three former employees. So sad. Isn't Heartland Institute the ones that had put up billboards comparing environmentalists to Charlie Manson and the Unabomber? Yes, they are. Oh, and now they're having financial trouble? Yep. What a pity. But some good news. The city of Honolulu is now the latest U.S. city to sue the oil industry. The city accused 10 major oil companies of hiding the dangers of climate change caused by greenhouse gas emissions from burning their products while reaping billions in profits. The city is seeking compensation for infrastructure damages. And finally, the use of coal for electricity in the United States is plunging rapidly at the fastest rate in 65 years. Mm. Electric utility companies are closing down polluting coal plants to switch to cheaper, cleaner natural gas and renewables and running existing coal plants much less often. Bloomberg News reports renewables have surpassed coal in the United States even in the dead of winter. In January, solar, wind and hydropower generated more electricity in the U.S. than coal plants. And that has never happened before. When, oh when, will Donald Trump's war on coal ever come to an end? For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Can you hear the death knell tone?